The Confluence Story Gathering Podcast is a production of Confluence, a community-supported nonprofit that connects people to the history, living cultures, and ecology of the Columbia River system. Find us at confluenceproject.org. When you start to grasp your own stories, you can begin to understand the, the importance of the stories that other people hold as well. These relations begin to unfold. Welcome to the Confluence Story Gathering Podcast, Indigenous Voices of the Columbia River. I'm Colin Fogarty, Executive Director of Confluence. Story gathering has two meanings. We gather together and we gather stories. In this episode, we're going to hear from Woodrow Hunt, a descendant of the Cherokee and Klamath tribes. He's a Portland-based filmmaker who produces documentaries in collaboration with Native communities and organizations like Confluence. Hunt was one of several tribal members who spoke at an event held during the 2019 Vanport Mosaic Festival in Portland, Oregon. Vanport was the site of a devastating flood in 1948 that displaced 17,000 Portlanders. We're going to share a few excerpts from Woody's films for Confluence during this podcast. But first, Woody will introduce himself. Hi, I'm Woodrow Hunt. I'm a Cherokee and Klamath Modoc descendant. I was born and raised here in Portland, Oregon. My grandmother, Peggy Balmoral, was actually born in Vanport and uh, survived the flood and finished growing up in North Portland, which is also where she raised her kids, uh, my mom. I started Thule Films about two years ago. It made sense to me to focus uh, my film work in the Native community, and so I only work on projects uh, with Native businesses, organizations, tribes, non-Native organizations if the project directly collaborates with the Native community. That's how uh, I maintain my connection to the community and provide what services I can um, to help tell stories. Our feasts start with water. Start with then the first foods is uh, salmon and deer, then roots and berries and back to water again. And that's kind of been our, one of our formulas that we've uh, had that uh, you take care of these gifts from the Creator and uh, they'll take care of you. They would come home with dried fish, dried deer meat, all kinds of roots and berries. And they would uh, have all this food and and either, even though they had all this food, they would still take in people or relatives who, who were, didn't have a home. And, um, and they lived on, on this way all their lives. And it was uh, beautiful. With this video with Lifeways, something I would think about it a lot is like about connections and understanding your history and stories and the importance of those things. Within my family, there was a lot of movement, which I think uh, is a shared similarity for a lot of uh, Native and Indigenous people, either movement by choice based off of their own life ways or forced movement later on. My uh, great grandmother, she was uh, she's Cherokee and was moved along the railroad following her father's work and uh, ended up in New Mexico, which is where she met uh, her husband, my great grandfather, who was from Southern Oregon, uh, from the Klamath tribes. And as he was being moved around through the boarding school system, uh, as he was sick and had to um, be changing schools often, and them meeting 
in meeting up in New Mexico and then coming back up again for work, uh, and which is where they landed in Vanport, working in the shipyards. And so understanding that movement um, has been really important for me and listening to the stories that my grandmother uh, would tell me when she was alive is something I think about a lot because also I grew up in Portland, but as I was just saying, my my tribal descendancy is not from this area. And so under, uh, when you begin to comprehend your own stories, the stories of other people around you are, you're forced to think through those as well. And asking even non-tribal people to, to, um, to think through that as well, because when you start to grasp your own stories, um, you can begin to understand the, the importance of the stories that other people hold as well. These relations uh, begin to unfold. And I think that's something. And I was, I was having to think through this through myself as I, was, as I was making the video. Like I need to understand my connection to the video as well and, and my part in making it. And that's why sometimes I would not want to, on a technical side, remove myself. I would call attention to myself in the video by not using the perfect shot, showing that I was there shooting, showing the relations that I was having with the people who were taking me out on the river to go fish, to gather footage, or the interviews. It was important for me to continue that remembering and that listening to understand um, your own relations and your stories that go along with you and the people you're around and talking to. You're listening to filmmaker Woodrow Hunt. He was speaking at a Confluence story gathering in Portland, Oregon. Another of the short documentary films he created for Confluence kicked off the second part of the evening. The theme was resilience. Most people don't understand how much injustice and hardship our people have endured already. And we haven't left. We're still here. The attempts to evacuate people, annihilate people, assimilate people, have been experiments that have somewhat failed, thank God. Our people have an intestinal fortitude that nobody else has because this is our country. Something about resilience. So Oregon was really hit hard with termination policy. And something that I think about is, so when my grandma was young, uh, the Klamath tribes were terminated. So her connection to the Klamath tribes was through her father, who wasn't around at the time, and she was being raised by her Cherokee mother, who was uh, in the early stages of, uh, she was diagnosed with MS, and she's raising six kids, put a lot of pressure on the the oldest siblings, both my grandmother and her uh, oldest sister, to uh, really help raise their younger siblings. And um, they are about maybe 10, 12 years old, and this uh, money from the termination is put into a bank account for them. Their mother cannot have any access to the bank account, and they're, uh, um, they're struggling for money. Mm-hmm. And so they would go to the bank and take out $15 for groceries or something. Um, no one told them that every time they would take money out, they'd be charged a, a, a fee maybe a hundred dollars. I don't know the exact money. It was, it was a ridiculous amount and they would do this consistently until one bank teller told them what the fee was and they stopped, but already like 
majority of the money had been uh, used up in some way. And so, uh, I mean, there's stigma about people thinking uh, Native people receive handouts. I mean, there are, there are other systems in place to continue the um, economic poverty within the um, Native community, even when these, these checks from termination, which weren't even compensating for the amount of land uh, mm -hmm. that was lost in the first place, but and then those other systems set up in place for, for a 10-year-old to have to comprehend was was something I couldn't think about. And then that time in between termination and restoration, that's a time when for the federal government, Klamath people didn't exist, didn't federally exist. And so what is, how do I, how do we think about what an indigenous person is? And it's way, it's much more than these, these uh, federal recognition, which I mean, the power of tribes that, that what they have today is, is great and what they do for for people and I think about that that time in between that what that generation did for in order to um, restore and become recognized Tana Engdahl talks about that for her, uh, her experience for Cowlitz and that's something I think through for the many ways that Native people have been attempted and disappeared at times um, there are many many more tribes and um, around the United States that are, are not federally recognized and those those uh, native people and what their lives and their experiences are. So that's a sense of resilience that I, I think about is even within that, the stories aren't lost. The, the resilience of the people themselves is what makes up the history and the stories that we hear today. Those memories are really important to me to uh, maintain my communication with uh, my community and, and my family. That was Cherokee and Klamath descendant Woodrow Hunt speaking at a Confluence story gathering in Portland, Oregon. A special thanks to the Vanport Mosaic Festival for including our storytellers in the 2019 festival. To find out more about Confluence and the five completed sites along the Columbia River system, check out our website, confluenceproject.org. When you're there, you'll also find other podcasts and short documentaries. Confluence is a community-supported nonprofit. We can only do this work because of the generous support from the Friends of Confluence. That's you. Join us today. Thanks for listening to the Confluence Story Gathering Podcast.